Welcome to another episode of All in San Diego. Look, we love breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They're great meals. Most of us enjoy them every day, but there's one meal so special. Most of us only have it once a month, maybe even just a couple times a year. I'm talking about brunch. And boy, we have some incredible brunch spots in San Diego, but it's been a while since we've all been out brunching. You want to get out, but you don't know where to go. That's why we're doing this episode. We're about to be joined by Chris from SD Foodies, and he is going to break down the best brunches north, south, east, and west all over San Diego. All right, let's go all in on brunch. Hey, Chris, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, everybody. I'm excited to be here. What an exciting thing to cover. Brunch. Who is not ready to get out and have brunch and sit outside for a long time or inside and just eat and enjoy people? Who doesn't love brunch? I don't know anybody who doesn't love brunch. You know, it's it's one of those meals that, you know, it's it's an event. It's not just a meal. You don't go to brunch just to to get food. You go there to to hang out with your friends for hours on end. It's a it's a great experience. Yeah, and I'm a guy who likes to eat out, and I feel like I have a good handle on some of the things to do and places to go in San Diego, but I can't think of many brunches uh, other than, I think, the big, super well-known ones that you take your mom to, your wife to on Mother's Day or, or mm. some, for some big events. So let's get into it. What part of uh, the county are we going to start in? So let's start with, let's go north to south. You know, a lot okay. of people really focus on downtown. That's definitely the heart of San Diego, but... Uh, let's start at the very top San Diego, like up in Oceanside, and we'll just work our way back down. So sure. Oceanside, um, for a long time, has not been the f- best place for brunch or for like nice restaurants, but it's definitely coming up, which is exciting to see. Cool. Yeah. So my one of my little favorite spots is called Petite Madeleine. It's a little French bakery uh, right by the beach, right by the ocean. You know, they hand make their own croissants little gorgeous little pastries. It's just a nice little spot to go get a nice little pastry, a cup of coffee, relax by the ocean. Phenomenal eggs Benedict, which is like, you know, you got to have that on the menu. Sure. And, you know, everybody loves a nice little pastry in the morning. It's very classy. And they do brunch there? They do. They do brunch. They do have mimosas. They do have, you know, your, your classic eggs Benedict, your classic specials. But, you know, my, my personal favorite is really just going there for like, you know, the more lighter brunch where it's not so much of a, a giant grandiose Coronado style brunch, but a solid breakfast in Oceanside is, is hard to get. So when you find that spot that is doing it right, it might not be as bougie or as extra as a lot of places in San Diego. I think that's, I think that's uh, an accomplishment. That's awesome. When you said bougie and extra, I thought of those places where they have those like giant tower Bloody Marys that are just overflowing with meat. (laughs) Oh, good. Some of that on the way. What part of Oceanside did you say Petite Madeline is in? It's off the coast highway. So it's right in the right in the, the heart of it. Okay, perfect. Nice. Well, every area has things that are easy to find and hard to find. You can find a burrito every five feet in San Diego. You don't find French bakeries every day. That alone is very unique. So that's why it's important to support those guys to make sure that they're still around when we want them. Oh, Agreed. All right. We're yeah. off and running. Yeah. All right. So let's see. What's south? That would be Carlsbad. Let's do Carlsbad. So Carlsbad, definitely going to have a lot of options. It is, I don't know if you guys have been to Carlsbad. I love Carlsbad. It's one of my sure. favorite little cities. It's got a ton of food options. So it's really easy to find stuff. Yeah. Carlsbad's awesome. And I mean, talk about coming up kind of the way you were saying Oceanside has. Carlsbad Village has really popped in the last few years food wise, hasn't it? 
It really has, you know, between the, you know, the more fancy restaurants that have come in there, Campfire, Jeune Joulet, those like really classy restaurants that are kind of making the dinner scene more popular. But the overall expansion is just like, it's insane. You know, it's from what used to be three or four restaurants is now there's 15 restaurants there that Mm. like are very solid. Okay. What about brunch? Yeah. So for brunch, if you can go, and this is like, you know, it's not every day you can get this, but June Joulet for like a mother's day, same thing. You know, this happens to be French. I don't know why there's a lot of French restaurants in uh, North County. <laughs> okay. It's probably has to do with the clientele, but they kill it. I mean, it was on Esquire's like top hundred restaurants in America. It's bougie. It's fancy. It's French. It is the perfect, like you go there to impress someone. Okay. Ooh. So that's a special occasion brunch for the yes. most part. Yeah. Or yes. girls brunch. I could see a girl's brunch there, a little birthday celebration and some shopping in the village afterward. Absolutely. I mean, for like, I would imagine it for like a, uh, like a bachelorette party. Like you want to dress up, you want to be a little fancy. I would recommend that. What would you get there? I mean, it rotates so much. Their menu is, it's very small. It's very small. I mean, they have maybe like, you know, five to eight things on the menu when it comes like a little special menu like that. So it rotates so much. It's hard to get, but I've never had anything bad. Hmm. Okay. Nice. I do want to add another option for Carlsbad just because that's such a special occasion one is it's called, um, and this isn't really for, I wouldn't say it's like a brunch, but it's more of like a, you know, like a brunch as in like waiter service and you sit down and it's fancy and elegant, but a succulent cafe, which is off of the main drive of Carlsbad a little bit, but still relatively in the heart of Carlsbad. It is a succulent garden and a coffee shop built into one. Okay. Wow. So it's what's really cool about that is you walk in and it's like Grangetto's, like it's like a gardening store, but with like beautiful succulents, all like these little cute pots and like tons of succulents. Oh, and then right in the I middle of it is a coffee shop. I love plants and I love coffee. This is perfect. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know, it's it's one of those spots that like you you order your coffee and then you spend twenty minutes just walking around, just browsing. It's really nice. It's really cute. Dude, it's definitely now we're a place talking. To that. All right, Sarah and I have polar opposite levels of enthusiasm <laughs> for that one. <laughs> I'm kind Not of like I don't get it, and she's literally running to her car right now and driving there. <laughs> uh, love that's it. great. Love it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Where do we want to go next? What would that be technically? Mm. That'd be like Encinitas. Yeah, Lucadia, Encinitas, Cardiff. Okay, okay. So Encinitas, my favorite spot by far has to be the Naked Cafe. So the Naked Cafe is located right in the heart of Encinitas, um, and it overlooks the ocean. It's probably about a block or two on this nice little cute patio. So it's it's really, if you're looking for a, a cute, more low-key brunch spot, this is a great spot. And what I especially love about it is how it's not super... It's not bad for you, really. It's 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 relatively healthy, which is surprising for San Diego brunch, which is typically going to be more, you know, big, just a very a lot of food, frankly, and it's it's going to be a lot of over the top stuff. So if you're looking for a lighter thing, this is great. Good. Well, a lot of people are doing yoga out there, getting their fitness on. They don't want the big heavy brunch. <laughs> we exactly. eat a lot of superfoods out here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so what are we talking about when you talk about a light lighter brunch? Yeah. So one of the things I really love is like it's a pesto scramble. So with egg whites, pesto, tomatoes, 
with a with grilled zucchini, spinach tortilla, homemade salsas. You know, I mean, that's light. That's light. Yeah. It's definitely like you were just saying, like people are doing yoga, people are out on the beach. It's they're looking for something light and that's not going to fill them up when they are trying to go exercise later today. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 It's nice. Um, another great thing right south of that is, is that technically, well, actually it's technically North Cardiff. Oh yeah. Kind of that. But one of the new restaurants that just opened up in San Diego, Waverly in Cardiff, right next to uh, the Cardiff uh, Seaside Market which I know a lot of people are aware of because they're, they're uh, Cardiff Crack, the tri-tip. Yes. Um, <laughs> everybody knows that. It's an easy way to, to get around it. Um, they have a phenomenal spot sh- uh, crafted by Chef Brian Wetzikowski, who's an amazing chef. So if you do are looking for like a waiter service, uh, mimosas, fanciness, definitely check out Waverly. It's, you're going to be impressed. It's fantastic. They took over that spot that Rimmel's used to be in forever, Um, Mm -hmm. and if you have kids, it's so awesome for dining with kids because there's a whole grassy courtyard right in front of it. So you can be sitting out on the patio, enjoying your food as a grown up, and your kids can be running around like maniacs all around the courtyard. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. I did not think I don't have kids, but I could see that being a, I could see that being a good, a good reason (laughs) to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice feature. What's your favorite, what's your must, uh, must eat item at Waverly? That's tough. I really love the creme brulee French toast, which, I mean, yeah, super over the top, super decadent. It's fantastic. A little whipped cream, maple syrup, fresh fruit over the top. You know, it's it's definitely going to be, if you're a sweet tooth, that's what to get. If you like salt um, and you're okay with a little seafood, they do have a soft shell crab Benedict, which is amazing. If you're on the East Coast... Um, especially Maryland, people in that area, you know, shop shell crab season, it's a big deal. So that's definitely something to try if you're in the mood for that. That's something you don't see on many menus of any kind in San Diego. No, 100% not, which is, this is, well, I mean, I like to get things that like, I can't get everywhere. I can always mm-hmm. get a good eggs Benedict, but like, okay, I can't get a soft shell crab Benedict. That's, no one's doing that. So let's get that. All right, Waverly. Mm-hmm. Yes, Waverly. So let's see, where do we want to go from here? Um, let's do, uh, let's go inland. So yes, I grew up in Poway, which is unfortunately the culinary dead zone of San Diego. I like to think Aww. it Aww, really is. I mean, I love Poway and I, I'm actually thinking about moving back there, but there are very little restaurants there. I lived in that area for a while and I'm going to defend the Brigantine and yeah. Three other places. <laughs> okay, there's like three spots in Poway you can go to eat. Is Nutmeg in Poway or is can uh, Saber Springs? Saber Springs. Oh, darn it. Okay, <laughs> it's close. Well, close. Before we get back to the actual theme of the episode, which is brunches, in defense of Poway, I'm going to give there. There is one surprisingly amazing ramen place in Poway. It's called Ichi Zen. It's in a strip mall near the Michael's craft store. And it's really, really good. It it rivals the big fancy ones on convoy. So I'm going to throw that out there. Way to go. See, see Poway. You're fine. You're good. Um, So Escondido. Escondido is a great spot for some amazing brunches. I really love, it's called the French bakery. My mom used to take me when I was a kid it is so fantastic. You can get the best almond croissants, amazing scrambles and Benedicts, champagne. I mean, it's it's adorable. It's cute. Uh, I remember being there as a kid and a like 
the elderly owner who's like an elderly Frenchman would come out and he would just be so happy to have people there is such a, such a family spot is, is amazing. Oh, that's nice. so sweet. Love supporting yeah. places like that. Oh, I love when the owner's there. That's so special. Yeah. Before we leave uh, Escondido, can I throw in a brunch at Escondido? Because there's a yeah. Mexican place in Escondido that's got a killer brunch. What you got? Uh, Cocina del Charo. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's very casual. It's, I mean, literally the football games and the TV kind of place, but it's, it, it's solid. You can get eggs, you can get pancakes, you can get uh, a taco bar or a waffle bar. It's, it's a fun, casual brunch. Ooh, a waffle bar. Nice. nice. Oh, no, I did just think of a spot. I actually went there to cover it. It was, it's called Farmer and the Seahorse. Um, it is in Torrey Pines. It's actually in the industrial park right on the bluff by UCSD. So they actually are like the in-campus dining for some of the big biotech buildings right there on the bluff. And they are actually owned by another very popular restaurant, Common Stock in Hillcrest. Mm -hmm. If you've ever been there, it's fantastic. So they kind of took over the management of that and they have the best pancakes I've ever had. It's a short stack pancakes with these like nice little roasted compote peaches on top. And I believe when I had that, that was a seasonal thing. So do not quote me on going there now and expecting peaches, but it was phenomenal. And then they put a like a whipped mascarpone cream right on top and just like oh, melts into it. So amazing. Oh. Oh, best pancakes ever. That is high praise. That was a big claim right there. Going down from there, you got to go to La Jolla at some point, right? So, sure. yep. and I can't talk about La Jolla without talking about the most special occasion place, arguably in San Diego, which is the Marine Room. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure everybody at some point has either been, tried to go, and didn't get reservations, or has wanted to go, or know someone that got engaged there because it is like one of the most romantic spots in San Diego by far. Oh, everyone knows about it. I, I don't know that everyone knows that there, there's a brunch there. I'm just learning that. It is. So, and with COVID, you know, that, that definitely messed things up, but I actually, I know chef um, Bernard, who's the executive chef of there. And I do know that they are, they want to have that come back. It's just okay. a matter of staffing and dealing with all this going on, but they have this thing called the high tide brunch which is when there's a high tide in the morning, they set up this gorgeous buffet, which we'll see how that changes. But you're talking about the waves crashing on the windows, white tablecloths, you know, sunshine. It's beautiful. I mean, you can't go for a more like elegant La Jolla brunch than that. La Jolla is definitely synonymous with brunch, I feel like. It really is. You know, there's another phenomenal spot I like to go to, uh, Sugar Inscribe, which um, Chef Maeve is actually a Food Network uh, champion. She's been on like a bunch of pastry competitions. She she knows her stuff. She knows her stuff. And she has a phenomenal brunch there right um, right off of, I think it's Gerard Street. So it's, it's kind of in more of the downtown spot, whereas the Marine Room is more on the Cove spot. Um, but if you go there... They have an adorable little bakery with pastries, fancy homemade marshmallows, cookies, everything you can get there. And then they have a full service brunch there on their patio, which is just phenomenal. Nice. All right. I, I'd love to hear about PB. I, I haven't gone to a brunch in PB since it was probably PB Bar and Grill. <laughs> moon, moon doggies? <laughs> yeah. But no. I, I'm sure there are some classier uh, instant places out there now. Meet there me at are. the tavern. 
<laughs> there are some classy spots. Yeah, PD is definitely, you know, it's it's a little more rowdy. It's a little more younger. You're definitely going to have some crowds. But, you know, everybody's there to have a good time. So let's find some place to have a good time. So yeah. for that, there's definitely two options. You can go right on the drive, right on the main drive of that, where you're going to find your, your big classic bars. You got to go to Breakfast Republic at some point in San Diego. There's yes. a reason oh, yes. why there's like, I, I don't know, eight of them in San Diego. There's a reason why. They are a go-to. They are good. They are solid. You're going to have way too much food. You're going to have way too much mimosas, but you're going to have a good time. Aren't they known for their um, uh, sweet like sweet offerings? Like their French toasts are all crazy and topped with all yeah. kinds of stuff. Yes. They're, I, I can't remember their French toast, but I remember having, they have a, you can get a pancake flight where yes. they have, I think they have like nine pancakes and you get to choose three or four of them. I remember I had a pineapple upside down. I had an Oreo and I had like a French toast pancake. Like, I mean, yeah. So if you like sweet, you got to get that. They also have, I will say, is their Jurassic bacon, which is thick cut uh, bacon that is like tossed in brown sugar. And it is awesome. I mean, oh, the sweet and salt combination is fantastic. This is one of those places where no matter where you are in the county, you're probably 20, 30 minutes tops from one because there are so many. And, and I have to say, as a parent of, you know, not as little kids, but you know, it's a place I always felt comfortable taking my kids and not feeling like I was buzz killing all the people that wanted a grown up time. It's like, you know, it, it's, no it hits the perfect middle of that. Yeah. No one's being a <laughs> no grown up there. Yeah. That's it's a good point. You're going there to have fun. You're not going there to you know, be fancy. Another great PB place that I really love is Fig Tree Cafe. It is a an institution here in San Diego. It's been around for a long time. They have some of the best Benedicts, uh, lobster, blue crab cake Benedicts, beef short rib Benedicts. It's definitely going to be a little bit more low-key, the Brexit Republic. It's still going to have that like fun vibe, but just a little bit more low-key. It's in the inland of PB. It's more in the suburbs. Not going to be as crazy, but it's a fantastic spot to get brunch. And if you are going there, you got to try their breakfast sushi, which I know sounds weird, but it's like a bacon roll with eggs, scrambled eggs, with green onions, with add some avocado, all rolled up. It's it's interesting, but it is fantastic. Very unique. Yeah. Very unique. I was all ready to order the short rib Benedict if I ever go, and now I might have to try the sushi instead. You should both. do both. Yeah, get both. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Another part of town that I feel like is just overflowing with brunch options, so much so that you might have a hard time picking just a few, but North Park, South Park, Hillcrest, Kensington, that hub has so much. It is. It is a crazy spot for brunch. I mean, you go there on a Sunday, you're going to have trouble finding parking. Definitely just pay for the parking and the structure and just walk. <laughs> um, I think, so one of the new spots that has kind of joined the fray is called Flap Your Jacks. So <laughs> I've heard of this place. Break it okay, down for good. us. <laughs> All right. So for the users who haven't heard of this, it is a interactive brunch spot. So you get to literally flap your own pancakes, flap your own jacks. You get to, <laughs> there's a griddle, like a Benihana style griddle right in the middle of your table. And you order batter and you order your add-ins. So you like, okay, I want to do buttermilk. I want to do a red velvet pancake. And I want strawberries and I want blueberries. And I want chocolate chips. And it all comes to your table, and then you get to build it. You get to it's a, the batter's in a little squeeze bottle, and you make your pancakes. You get to fun, do fun shapes, draw on it, 
and put all your things on and flip them yourself. And you get to do it all right there for yourself, whatever you'd like. But wow. I, always, I always mess up pancakes at home, though. That's the one thing where I'm like, why can I not make a good pancake at home? Well, you know, the first one's not going to be good. But after that, they're, <laughs> yes. they're, they're good. Well, so will someone flap your jack for you if you're not comfortable with flapping your jack? <laughs> if you they pay a little have, extra. <laughs> they do have other things on the menu. They do have uh, some nice eggs benedict, some nice okay. savory options that do come so out. So the answer is no. <laughs> no, no one else will flap your jacks. You got to find someone else in your table to flap them. Yeah, okay, have someone right. in your party that feels confident with it. Well, that okay. sounds really, really fun. And it's always fun to have a, a new experience when you go out to eat. I, I love everything about that concept. And it's great for kids too. I mean, it's such a like interactive thing that you're not going to have them be bored. They're not going to be playing on their phone. They're going to want to be interactive with the with everybody else at the table. So it's really fun. Awesome. Where is Flap Your Jacks? It is right off 30th Street, right next to the North Park sign. Gotcha. So if you've ever been to City Tacos, it's right next door. There you go. Okay. I needed a taco place as a landmark. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that sign. So that's easy. Okay, so another spot I just got to tell you guys about is called uh, Great Maple. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. They have a few in San Diego. Well, they have two in San Diego, and they have some up in Orange County. But it is a must-try for San Diegans. It's I so have good. heard of Great Maple. I've never been, but I've heard quite a lot of buzz about it. Yes, it's definitely well-known. They have some of the best like food, photography for social media. So like you may have seen their stuff. I mean, I post their stuff all the time because it's just so... It's so over the top. So two things you got to try there that I really love is they have a Fruity Pebble pancake, which is awesome. So if you like cereal and you like pancakes, get both. Get, get Combine them, right, and get the Fruity Pebble pancakes. It's phenomenal. Best breakfast cereal of all time. I mean, putting that into a pancake is a no-brainer. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, another fantastic thing is their smoked beef brisket hash. It is awesome. So it's house-smoked. With potatoes, bacon, onions, kale, cherry tomatoes, and a uh, spicy pepper hollandaise sauce with poached eggs over that too. So it is just like okay, yeah. And their like, bacon, oh. and their bacon, right, Chris? Uh, their bacon is good. Yes, no, they definitely know their way around bacon. Very cool. And then I'm looking at the menu right now. It looks like they've got some serious tea. They're very serious about the tea that they serve and their coffee. And I think, oh, don't yeah. they have like some maple donuts that are topped with, with their awesome bacon? Yes, that is definitely what they are known for is their maple, ba maple bacon donuts. They are just covered with maple syrup, not like a maple, um, maple donut glaze. And then they're topped with like that candied bacon. So you got that sweet and the salty. I mean, they've been doing it for a long time. I mean, I know that seems like that's not that crazy, but they were doing it back when it was crazy and they're still doing it because it's so well done. And I will say for all the ladies out brunching together, they do have some pretty great avocado toast too, but it's not nearly as exciting as the maple it's bacon not, donut. No, but it is good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Two choices there. One for if you want to flap your own jacks and one for if you want them flapped. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Exactly. All right, let's go downtown. So downtown, you are going to have so many options. So it's really hard to choose. So I'm going to try to keep it as short as I can. So you got to go to Little Italy, which is definitely like the foodie epicenter of San Diego, right? That's where all the great like restaurants really are in San Diego in downtown. 
Okay. Uh, I really love Morning Glory, and I know that that's a popular choice, but they do it right. And it is exactly if you are looking for the over the top, bougie, extra brunch, you have to go there. <laughs> is that on the corner of the outdoor pavilion of the food hall? Yes, it is. So yeah. it is on top of Farmer's Table. Yeah, you just walk by that place and you know there's something unique going on in there. It looks like a place that would be inside of a Vegas casino. It's very, much. Yes. very it's decadent. Yeah. The entire dining room is pink. It is gorgeous. The waiters wear overalls. They got 80s, 90s, um, you know, R&B playing. It's a fun scene. Oh, AJ, those are your jams. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so what am I eating while I listen to Boys to Men sing Cooley High Harmony? So you have everybody has to get at least one order of their famous souffle pancakes. Souffle so, pancakes. Yes. So souffle pancakes are basically a Japanese style pancake where they incorporate a lot of egg whites into the batter. So what that does is it makes the pancake really um, fluffy. So the pancakes mm. are, I don't know, four or five inches deep thick. I mean, they're, they're oh. thick, but they're not, they're not like doughy. It's because all the egg whites, it gives so much air to it. So they're just straight up like, it's like eating a maple syrup covered cloud. Oh my oh, gosh. Oh my oh, gosh. They're phenomenal. <laughs> the only issue with them, besides how you're going to want more, is that yeah. they are wildly unpredictable on how they get prepared. And when you order them, the waiter will usually say, they come when they come. And sometimes mm-hmm. I have them come in five minutes. I've also waited there for 45 minutes for my pancake. So keep that in mind when you order them. Fair enough. Okay, if they're that good, I guess they can do that. And you just accept it. Order a bunch of things and just let it come as it comes. And don't, you know, be worried about, well, where are they? Where are they? They'll get there. It's just sometimes, you know, everybody's ordering them. And that that poor guy that has to cook them all is just (laughs) slammed. And they, they take so much attention to detail and so much precision that if it falls, like if it it, it doesn't fluff up Elapses. as much as you want, they don't serve it. So you know you you want they're going to serve you the right stuff. So you got to be patient. So if it does take a while, just keep telling yourself that whenever it arrives, it'll be a maple syrup flavored cloud. Yeah, you'll get yeah. your cloud. You just sit yes. tight, okay? You'll get it when you get it. <laughs> exactly. They also have uh, well, one of my favorite things is they have a breakfast fried rice, which I think is just fantastic. Ooh. Big old soft poached, uh, big old soft egg right on top. It is the perfect counterpart. Like my girlfriend and I, she'll get the souffle pancakes. I just want a bite. They're so good, but like I, I can't finish it all. And then I'll get the fried rice, and that's like the perfect sweet for that. A little bite of salt. It's fantastic. All right. Well, that sounds great. How about East County? I know La Mesa in particular has really been blowing up downtown La Mesa and their whole food scene. There's a lot of new restaurants. Um, anything in or around there? So one of my favorite spots in La Mesa area is DZ Akins. So DZ Akins is a institution here in San Diego. If you haven't been, you must go. It is a very classic Jewish style, um, Jewish style deli where you're going to get your, your classics. You're going to get your big, big sandwiches, big classic brunch items. It is a must try if you're, if you've ever, have a Jewish deli in your life at some point, you have to go there. DZ Akins is so good that they've been running the same TV commercial with Ted Leitner in it 
for 25 years and they I don't know. have to ch- update it because the food carries them. I know. It's, it's crazy. You know, it's good when they've been in business for over 40 years and they haven't changed a single thing. But you are not going to get a maple flavored cloud there. I mean, this is like no. big, hefty uh, filling servings, right? Oh yeah. You're going to get your, your classic stuff. There are no fancy garnishes here. This is a, you go there for the food. You're not there to be impressed by their fancy decor or their cool music or their, you know, they're, they're there just to serve you great food. And that's all that really matters. I would definitely recommend, uh, I love their French toast. They also have, uh, some really nice, uh, fried chicken and waffles that are great too. Ooh, nice. Good recommendation. And what about our what about our beautiful South Bay? If we're headed down to the South Bay, where would we stop for a good brunch? Okay, so going south, you definitely are more spaced out on your options. But if you are down south, I love C one eighty right on Imperial Beach. It is in the bottom of a hotel. And it has just a absolute beautiful panoramic of the Imperial Beach coastline. You're right there on the sand. It's part of the Cone Restaurant Group, which is a huge chain here in San Diego that is doing a really great job. You're making solid foods, solid mimosas, and you just have this gorgeous view. It's a great place if you're down south looking for that little special place to take out a date, take your mom. It's just a great classy spot. All right. Well, we have covered the map. We've got a lot of classic things to try out, a lot of Eggs Benedicts. We've got some really unique things to try out, flapping your jacks and the (laughs) souffle pancakes and the breakfast sushi. And again, like I said, when we started this episode, brunch is just an exciting thing to think about right now. Getting out and enjoying people and and a big breakfast slash lunch. I love it. I love it too. And I I can... Can't wait for everybody to go try out some of these amazing spots. Well, one of the ways to keep up with the best places to go is to follow people like Chris on Instagram because you don't have to swift through a million people's reviews. You can look at a picture, see it looks delicious, read a description, get directions and head to that place. It's the new way to find great spots. You don't have to uh, deal with all the other nonsense. So it's you are at SD Foodies. Correct. Yep. SD Foodies. Come join us. There's only 53,000 other people there. Perfect. <laughs> Great, a great follow to find deliciousness around San Diego. Thank you for taking the time to join us. And uh, we'll have you on again to talk about some other deliciousness sometime. Awesome. Thanks for having me, everybody. Thanks, Chris. There you go. Another episode in the books. Get out there and enjoy a great brunch somewhere in San Diego. You know, we were talking about how great it is to follow people like SD Foodies on Instagram. You know what else is great? Following us. (laughs) It's another resource for you to find the best stuff in San Diego. And that's what we're all about. So look for us at All In SD Podcast. That's All In SD Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.